growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a food dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship. All right. Come on. Good morning. Guten Morgen, Herr. We're coming Granny live from Gates. live from Germany. <laughs> no, good morning, everybody. I'm TJ Graney. That's Beefsteak talking German. Oh yeah, and Road Rash is here. He's the ranch hand that gets here early and gets the gates open for us and fires up the old pot belly stuff, which we needed this morning. Cody Ryan is MIA at this moment. I'm sure he'll be blowing in. Did you hear the skids? I I think I just heard skid marks. <laughs> This is the outdoor zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. And we we love Road Rash. Hey! (laughs) And... you can early. you can catch <laughs> us twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com and all the audio media networks, uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those places. Uh, You're you getting good at that. Round us up at the catch us uh, and share us with your friends. You know we we get comments all week long from people just that listen to the show or listen to several of the shows while they're out driving or driving across the country or doing something anyway we just appreciate you um listening to the show shout out to all the first responders out there that are uh, coming near the end of a maybe an all-night graveyard shift here at seven Hmm. and headed to the house thank you very much for watching out for us and uh, oh yeah dealing with all the crap that happens when the lights go out Happens all the time. And sometimes nothing at all. Those and sometimes nothing at all, and that would be a, a wonderful shift. We hope for, your uh, shift was full of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Cody Ryan. But you know those guys, they stay busy, though. You know, they're always working with their, their tools and putting stuff away and redoing everything yeah, fire, again and again and again. Practice. Cody. Cody Ryan, the farmer, has uh, made it in. He's uh, he had to milk uh, the cows this morning. And no, got his, uh, I had I, I, overalls on, and <laughs> I shredded uh, fourteen acres this morning. What'd you do <laughs> before dark? Before sunlight? Yeah, 
Okay, I bet you're. It sounds sorry. like an old farmer, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah sorry, gets up I at just 4 a.m. and shreds the back forty. Comes back in. Ma's got some Wakes coffee and a. Oh, I fed two hundred chickens too. I don't know what you did. What are y'all Hey, that's doing? not a bad idea. You know, we're I'm, it's almost I'm, lunchtime. I'm trying to it? help him think of ideas to do at his farm, and. Uh, 200 chickens, that might... That, no, you got that's some, a terrible... That's the worst think, idea I've oh, ever no, heard. Oh, no, it's easy. I think llamas are a good <laughs> good way to go, too. <laughs> <I do. laughs> they, aren't they the ones at, that spit you know, at you? Yeah, I like that. Man, the weather's been great. It's... Uh, uh, I have kind of this running thing with Mrs. Grady that it's it's got to get cold eventually. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't get cold. You, you have don't spaghetti. Call cold. It's below freezing. It's the whole reason that I was running behind is that I was scraping ice off my windshield. And you probably had to do it Did with a credit, ice? Your, your, your like concealed carry well, license I don't have, or like, something, right? I, no, I had my no, 44 I just, Magnum. I was scraping 44. that I was scraping the windshield with. It was like I didn't have anything else. Had a little cup of uh, warm water, man. It's it's uh, not hot, just barely. It's warm. absolutely. Throw I have zero there. of those. I. I Push the button. I get in the elevator. I push the button. I go down to the to the concierge floor. I walk out of there into the parking garage where they have my truck running for me. Oh my god! I get in my You're truck. Such a liar. I drive over here. And give him a fresh dollar bill. Yeah, I understand. No, it's it's been good weather. We I'm uh, a metro kind of guy. Y'all I'm didn't know you're not. You didn't have any ice on your windshield this morning. A little bit. Nuh-uh. That was cured up pretty. Dude, I I lived in that for where every day. One time I went as far Y'all as... Y'all live in the city. That's the problem. The See, lot... I live outside the city. Y'all live in the actual city yeah. where it's not as cold. It was 31 degrees when I got in the truck this morning. 29 at my house. Oh, excuse me. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. That's... 29 and a wow, inch, that's inch that and little... a half of ice on my windshield. I was chiseling it. A little bit of warmth, you know, up north. When you are in a bind and you can't, and your locks, you know, get get completely iced over. And, yeah, that's uh, what happened. There's a, there's an emergency relief valve. There's always warm water available in one part of your body. Oh my gosh! And if if you've ever <laughs> had to pee on a lock in order to open it, you probably have. Uh, I have. There's Let's no other solutions no. at all. Like You're out in the walk middle of back the inside How and do you get a pee coffee? up that high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. It's there. the weather next week. It, <laughs> it says or it says this week coming up. It's going to be in the seventies. I looked this morning. It says rain every day this week. Does it every no. single day? Now it changes every day too. Yeah, the weather, it's, yeah, it's but a roller it's, coaster. We do need the rain. We do need some. I rain. don't need rain and cold though. Yeah, it just means you got to stay inside with my granddaughter and <laughs> teach her the alphabet and how to handle a no. Glock. That's right. She's got a little like uh, one of those things she puts around her eyes, a handkerchief, right? Blindfolded, and yeah, she's taking apart a, good... a Glock and putting it back together. <laughs> Thirty-seven seconds, not good enough. What Come do you on. think you're doing? When I was playing three years games old. all day. Oh wow! So yesterday we were talking about gun safety. There, we uh, we I think I had fifteen KOZ boys in a 15? hunter's ed class. Yeah. Holy cow! And then the uh, the ones that have already done it and uh, and are certified and have passed the test, they went on a hike uh, with the other KOZ boys and learned about the spirit, joy, 
you know, fruit of the spirit of joy being outside. Last weekend, also, I uh, we took out some boys. I heard we'll we'll address it later, Cody, with what I heard you said, and I'm just going to go back on that. I'm going to leave you're it a, right now. I said you're a good guide. Now, I, there was something else thrown in there from what I heard. That was a yeah. backhanded around the back slap in the nut. Well, you uh, guided you guided the young man on a bigger deer than you've ever shot. <laughs> That's, I'll just leave How it at old that was one. He? Nine, eight. He was nine years old. And he's got you like doubled on size of deer that he shot. <laughs> so good job. You got Great me guy. doubled on size of deer. And uh, and so, anyways, we we did good. All of the boys smacked down a deer. First time ever, two of them, first time they ever shot a rifle. The other one had just shot a shotgun a you couple know, I times. Love, I love so we had really that, cool. I love we had that follow-up conversation about teaching a kid to shoot and that our theory has proven, again, hundreds of times, but again, the theory of not ever putting a large caliber firearm to the shoulder of a boy until he's aiming at his first deer or hog right because they anticipate that right and it takes away the anticipation and the fear of pulling that trigger it's all about crosshairs breathing and pulling the trigger really really well 22 that's 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 scope 22 22, like i even have one that's bolt action scope scope 22 that matches the synthetic of a you know 243 and so you learn. You don't think about the kick. You don't learn about the kick. You don't anticipate the they kick. They give you that little look, like big eyes. I was a little surprised, but then they have so much adrenaline, and it's all about shot placement. I mean, if you if you have a shot off, you know, then it's a horrible experience, right? And so we really are all about quick, clean harvesting, right? That's right. what we talked yesterday. It. And then uh, we also love the core lock. The Remington oh Corlock bullet. Here we go again. We actually found the bullet inside of it. He saved oh, it. Really? He's gonna make a little chain or something. What out kind of it. bullet was it? It was a two forty three. Well, I mean, Corlock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the exact Corlock. So you know, it doesn't have as much. Anyways, but so then <clears throat> yesterday, you know, I've been having uh, back problems, right? Yeah. You know, the sciatic nerve and all that crap. So I uh, saw a neurologist after three months of dealing with this, and she said, you need an MRI. we got to figure out what's going on in there. Your butt may be cracked or something like that. Cody, go ahead. Insert uh, joke there. Keep, keep going, please. So, so anyways, they, uh, they, this MRI, they're like, i got to put on the hospital gown, and you know what that's like, right? And they put me on this little slide. And I look at the but it's, ca- it's like going in it's like going into the barrel of a gun, right? So it's head first, they put you in and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna fit. And this guy, it was late in the day, it was Friday night, like five thirty. I know he wanted to go wow. home. They close, you know, soon. He's looking at his watch. And so he gets me on there and he's like, Well, um, just kinda what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to pull your shoulders way in like this, and then the most room you can get and so they try to push me in. First, my shoulders hit on the outside of that, you know, the little What tube. the heck? And so he's like, you're going to have to go way in and put your hands way to the middle. And so it started in, you know, things just like, you know, going in. And, uh, and Aaron, that's about what it was doing. And it kind of stopped halfway. And I'm like, hmm. 
And then it kind of jarred, and it went, and pushed me. And it was like, I said, now I know what a Slim Jim feels like when it's being packaged, you know, into the outside. Or it that was is, just, I was, but how can you, you are not I the was, biggest boy that they've ever well, run okay. through that dang thing. So after 25 minutes of being in there and sliding back and forth and arm hairs pulling off because I'm, I mean, I'm packaged, I mean, just slathered to the side of it. And, of course, claustrophobic. I was like, Garden of Eden, Jesus and me. I mean, I was going <laughs> to, my, to my spiritual well, safe space. What were you going to do? You, you can't even move if you wanted to. So. I, there was no moving. It was just being shoved in there like a bullet in a bolt action. like a little girl. I thought about it a couple times. So he pulls finally. I come out. And I'm like, man. Born again. <laughs> I I'm born again. So I come out and I'm like, oh my gosh. I go, you know, the whole time I thought there's bigger guys. I mean, there's athletes, you know, at UT or something. What oh do they gosh, do? There's no yeah. way they fit. And he goes, oh yeah, we have big bore, big bore machines downtown. If we, now he said, I thought about that. But once you started and I got you about halfway, I said, eh, we'll see what happens. If he goes all the way in, <laughs> we'll just keep going and we'll be done with it. And I said, Jeff, I hope I never see you again. Did it Did it get done correctly? Oh, it got done correctly because I couldn't move one centimeter. Yeah. No, I well, I mean, I just did it go all the way through the, and you don't have to go back downtown I don't have to now. Go, oh, no, not at all. Good but old next time. Je oh, Jeff doesn't have to worry about it. Got it done, checked it off. That's our kind of guy right there. Get, thank you, Jeff. Just He's get her done. Get no excuse. You know, you go back Dude. to your boss and they're like, well, I couldn't quite get him in there. Nah, nah, nah. He, Jeff got it done. I'm surprised his boot Good mark job, wasn't Jeff. on the end of my foot or on my Might have been. All right. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You only get this show one place. Uh, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network on Sundays live 7 to 9 or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. On the flip side, when we come back, we'll talk a little fishing news and more with Cody Ryan right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays, or 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com. Sun Automotive. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We trust our friends at Sun Auto Service. Each and every person Sun Auto that works for Sun Auto uh, takes pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. Or just head over to one of their locations. Our family location is at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and at Lakeway, it's 1206 Ranch Road 620. com. The first uh, event that I know of that's taken place, the first major bass fishing event of the year, took place yesterday on Lake Sam Rayburn. Bass Champs 
on Lake Sam Rayburn, like 268 teams or something showing up. Man. Uh, yeah. Was it cold? Uh, yeah. I think it was <laughs> cold and windy. Yeah. 268 teams. Teams. That's pairs. That's, you know, you're looking at 500 and something guy, 500, over 500 dudes getting on bass boats on Sam Rayburn to uh, go and fishing cold in January. After a floody, rainy couple of days. Oh, man. So, but still, it took over 25 pounds to win and uh, 20 grand Bass Champs pays out. Uh, kind of a neat deal that they've released earlier this week was that uh, Bass Champs isn't just giving away the bonus money for uh, first for the first qualified skeeter now, um, but they'll also uh, they're also paying out. Uh, two other spots so the first qualified skeeter second qualified skeeter and third qualified skeeter are all getting paid out skeeter bonus money this year so a little added jolt to the to the pocket this year if you're riding in a new skeeter it's got to be two years old two years uh old so or I, newer or three years i think that is a brilliant that was a brilliant move by yeah. the boat guys. It got me to keep guys buying yeah, new, that's cool, new boats. I missed it by thirty-one days uh, or something like that. The last uh, tournament of last year, when I finished second, I would have been the highest qualified skeeter and thought I was getting the bonus money, but missed it by thirty-one days. Golly. Yeah, yeah, that's a hurt. That hurts. That twenty-five hundred dollars. Uh, she gone. But uh, Bass Champs starts next week for me. I'll be heading to Lake Falcon on Friday, stay the night, fish Saturday with a buddy of mine on Lake Falcon. Pretty excited, except for the fact that I do have a new Skeeter bass boat. And you're taking it to and Falcon it. for your first run? Well, I'm not too worried about that. Cause <laughs> I, just, I won't be fishing next to anything that matters. No, I'm... Uh, oh, oh man! You already the started the, the, the rocks secret converse, mm. secret talk. Now, um, so uh, no, I I haven't broke the boat in. I, so I've been very busy with some other things going on, work related business things, and I I bought the boat knowing that I needed to get the boat, and and uh, I don't I haven't I don't have time during the week. The only thing I have is this afternoon, and somehow I have to drive that bass boat around at between two and 3,000 RPMs for an hour and 3,000 and 4,000 RPMs for another hour or something today. And so I may have to sneak off to the lake this afternoon. Maybe. I was going to invite, invite myself to go, but that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey! There's no, on the on the visitor side, there's Passenger no concession side. stand, there's no cover, there's nothing. Stand. It's just everything's it's over okay. there on that side. It's all about him. It's all about him. It's all so, about him, yeah. And there won't be any stop. You'll be driving for hours. Yeah. Yeah, right. No. Which I mean, if it's your, br it's like having a brand new car or something. You know, it's like no. you get you get to no. drive and enjoy no, it, and smell it. No, it's miserable. The break-in period on a bass boat is the worst thing. I was thinking it would be a good little service if you know. had somebody you could just hire. Say, look, hundred bucks, drive this thing for the next four hours around this lake, according to this. 
you know, manual. Yeah, you give like you a know, little. I got some KOZ. Sixteen year old. I got some kid, KOZ boys. Fifteen year old like kid. Oh, there he is. Now a professional boat engine breaker in her. It's kind of like uh, dog walkers <laughs> or something, huh? Yeah. Just... It just. It's just not. It's not fun. I want to fish and I want to go fast, and I can't fish and I can't go fast when you're breaking in the new motor. It's a cool problem Patience to have. Patience, Christ. Yeah, yeah, you, that's it's not the cool, worst thing you it, can. No, yeah. I'm not complaining about the. I'm not complaining about having to do it as much as I am. Like I just want to go fast and fish out of my new boat. You know what I mean? I don't want to drive around at. You these could be a kayaker. Imagine breaking in a kayak, <laughs> paddling twenty <laughs> paddles an hour. Just oh going gosh. for days. You yeah, must so. have taken extra grass wheat this morning or something, TJ. <laughs> You're just calling everybody out? Yeah. You man, may not want to go outside hey, after this. So we were talking <laughs> about. There's a couple dudes down there waiting on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that TJ coming out or what? Yeah. He down here? <laughs> I'm Guido. I'm in charge of kayak fishing <laughs> yeah. in the Bronx. <laughs> he was saying some stuff about hey, you us. You got something to say to us? Huh? Come here. Yeah. I sneak out the back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we were talking before. We lost uh, it. We were talking before about um, if, like, Joe Don is talking about wanting to learn about fishing, get into fishing, right? And so what are some of the places, I know JP ran TX Fishing for years. Yeah, Texas Fishing Forum. Texas Fishing Forum. What everybody knows it by. Texas Fishing, I think TX TX Fishing or whatever was kind of his sub name but everybody knows the forum texas fishing forum is um the known still up the and known running great and texas. yeah i mean it's got great information actually still has active members on it i think the forum idea has <clears throat> kind of fallen off of uh, a lot of people's radar i forget to look at the forums nowadays you know where 10 years ago, it was, it was like... all you did was yeah. everybody was on there and talking about them. On and guys were trying to and, start forums and... Yeah, they were the big the big uh, talking source. So but what was you could find down, a lot... What was the downfall of them then? Well, I don't know. another media source? Well, you got... You, you got, got tired of people like flapping their lips on the forum. No, because you still got guys flapping their lips. But I, I think a lot of it, most of it moved to social media, uh, your Facebooks and your... Yeah, probably your Facebooks. Yeah, but you're group. not getting you can't Picture get a you can't get a trail of sure you can comments that it's called a thread. You get a lot of them actually. I think uh, yeah. it's when they go off topic and someone else throws in a joke. Well, they always know? do that. And they're like, let's break up the monotony. And then the other person goes. And then the little meme of the guy eating popcorn, and you know, those are fun. I'm just here to watch. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's get the popcorn out. It's time well, to I yell thought at each that... other. Anyway, it it doesn't. It I think a lot of it's uh, been spread out too. You know, you got some guys that are just tired of it. Some guys that look for it on social media. You got uh, places to look for fishing stuff. I go directly to websites that have articles like Bassmaster. For me, a bass fishing guy, I'll go to Bassmaster dot com. I go to FLW. Uh, well, that makes sense. Fishing.com, and yeah. they've got articles and blogs and all that right there on those websites. So that, Do the kayak guys have one? Yeah. Kayak 
fishing.com i'm sure yeah no i i'm sure there's plenty yeah for them yeah 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 so i just go for directly them. to the source that i'm looking for look for whether it's a tournament trail or not like Bassmaster. they don't have just bass tournament no, they information got of, they, they got a lot of good stuff they got articles you know um a lot of different learning articles and then how to's they got a bunch of how to's you know uh Jaldane's two-step approach to winter, winter cranking targets, cold casting crankbaits with spinning tackle. You know, I mean, there's just tons of information uh, on the direct source. So go sites. to go to some websites from some of the uh, historically um, good organizations, organizations, groups, vendors, even some of the product manufacturers. Absolutely sure. have some how-tos. Hey, is there a place where people talk about what's working right now on certain, like I'm a That's Rayburn I'm fan and I'm a, you know, Lake Os or Lake Travis Googles. fan. Googles. Yeah, just, just Google, Google it and find the and articles look for a YouTube written. video. If somebody filmed some cheesy video every month. <laughs> Archery country. Whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail bear, game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com for more, AustinArcheryCountry.com for more. If it hadn't got weird enough, we'll be back. It is the Outdoor Zone Live (laughs) in the Bunkhouse. You catch it every Sunday from 7 to 9 live right here or 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. It's my turn. <laughs> Sorry. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean you have to miss out on a great deal on a new Honda because your Central Texas Honda dealers will get you off to a fast start in 2020 with great year beginning savings on a new Honda. So get where you're going with a deal. You'll like it in a Honda. You'll love. Like the 2020 Honda Civic. That is KBB. KBB's.com's best buy of 2020 in the compact car category. Beneath its exterior lies a powerful engine ready to come alive with the press of a gas pedal and with a roomy interior seats that uh, seats up to five. No one has to miss out on the excitement. So if you're envious, don't be. Buy a new Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All 
Global warming, global freezing, drought, flooding, nature at its finest. Glacier National Park to remove all glaciers will be gone by 2020 signs. Glacier National Park is removing signs that state all glaciers will be melted by 2020. Wait, why are they removing them? <laughs> Park spokeswoman Gina Kurzman explained that since the early 2000s, scientists have reflected and analyzed data stating glaciers would recede by 2020. She told Mountain News that latest research shows shrinking but in ways much more complex than was predicted. In other words... They're growing, and then they're shrinking, and then they're growing bigger. Because of this, the park must update all signs around the park stating the glaciers will be melted by 2020. The indoor and wayside exhibits have been updated throughout the park, including the APAR... Apgar, Logan Pass, and St. Mary Visitor Center, according to Kuzman. She also told Mountain News that the exterior panel at St. Mary's still displays out-of-date language but is planned to be replaced later this year. Kurzman says Glacier National Park will work with U.S. Geological Survey to monitor the glaciers and update the, the remainder of their signs as necessary. Just scratch that 2020. Just scratch that second two <laughs> off. Throw like a four up there. Call it good. You, it yeah. buys you another 20 years. You don't have to replace the sign. It's good for the environment because you're not going in and throwing more trash away into the environment. I'd say they just move, just move the first the one. Just scratch the two off. No, take the two off on the very front and just say 4020. Oh my God! There we go. There, the, the, the deal is, <laughs> you got to make it. First of like all, people first of all, I can't attention. believe that they who authorized them to put that garbage up there. Well, I'm telling you, you know how many kids go in to a you know on their summer you know trip with the family, right? Right. And that's what they see in their influence, like that one girl. What is she? Thirteen or fourteen? That went in front of the UN. From, the one that screams. Yeah. How you have taken my childhood? <laughs> Sorry. You did pretty good at that. Thank yeah. you. Do I have pony Somebody's, Greta. Is her Greta. name Greta. Somebody steal your childhood? Yeah. Angry oh, little Greta. Angry little, Angry little elf, but, aren't you? But <laughs> they see signs like that at a national park. Right. And they it's ingrained in them. Hey, here are people that know what they're talking about. Right. They got to because I trust them. You know, they're game wardens. You know, that and just makes me people and game wardens didn't put those signs up. That just not a Texas game. We're warden. gonna we're gonna put them not <laughs> a Texas. No, uh, uh. uh, that makes me that just makes me think uh, that much more about how we need to filter even even that kind of stuff. I I, I would I would trust the National Park Service and the information provided. Absolutely. And then what happens, you, uh, you're disappointed. Don't you think in like 18, 2018, 2019, they were like, oh, let's start making these fade away. Just start like, you know, oh, the sign got bent. We're going to put it on the list to replace. Yeah, I think the and they smart. Don't replace it, but and what happened like, was. Oh, somebody terrorized this. You know what happened was, I'm thing. sure that. That the uh, libtards were just going through their you little. Can't say, don't say that. We're not a political show. Wow. We're an outdoor show. Okay. We okay. take the whole but thing. There's a lot of libtards messing with my outdoors. <laughs> and what they should have done is they should have. Trying to be well rounded. Uh, they should have 
That's right. That's why I say that. Um, they should have, but they weren't paying attention. They got caught with their hand in the cookie. The you know. 2020? Yeah. Somebody, I, I almost guarantee you that somebody, one of us, was going through and they were standing in front of that glacier with their kids and they're reading it out loud to their kid and they went, hey, this is 2020. What in the world? 1999-1201. All right. The sign is BS. Right well, now. you remember how much of a big deal that was before 2000. Oh, yeah. 2000. Polar bears will be in New York City. You know? No, I just mean the year 2000, the crash. Oh. Everything's going to crash, and the world, it's likely that everything's oh, yeah. going to go dark. Computers. The, the oh, yeah. sea would flood all the way up to no, we did. South Austin. You know, we took a picture. Uh, we made a thing, where were you in 2000? And we put it by the kids as they were in bed or whatever was do- going on when it turned over. We took selfies, or I guess back then it wasn't a selfie. It was just Polaroid. a picture. Oh. Polaroid, wow. <laughs> With the big flash, kabam! And the big wooden box. So in Australia, in oh, yeah, Australia, yeah. the so global warming is, has... See, so the Glacier National Park thing, the 2020, didn't work. So that the, what they have to do is go to the other extreme. So there was an article um, about Australia slaughtering 10,000 camels to combat global warming. Nearly 10 years after the Australian camels and their methane emissions were identified as a factor in climate change, 10,000 of the countries uh, of camels will be slaughtered. The call will be scheduled for Wednesday, and it comes as part of an effort uh, to help Australia in their, you know, in the fire <clears throat> ravaged Australia. They said they drink up valuable water and noted that the camels are being slaughtered over their greenhouse gas emissions. Now, <laughs> now, first of all, they're feral. And so they're breeding like hogs in yeah, they often in, trample the US, fences and cause havoc they're in the just, pursuit of even the smallest moisture. They're right. And n- not only do they have this problem with kangaroo there, but camels as well. So, And they're making it out to be this other issue, which it's not. And was, But now where's PETA in this whole thing? What are they saying about this? Shouldn't they just leave them alone and let them be? Well, I think NPR is on top of it, but you're right. Where is PETA? Because yeah, professional those? sharpshooters are expected to eliminate 10,000 camels. Are now, are they using them for, them. are they edible? Are the skins being used for, uh, like we do when we have we have those really small, like Lynchburg has that those sharpshooters that shoot deer in the community, feed use the meat, and... How would you like your camel hump? <laughs> medium rare well rare, i'm wondering or, if there are they not edible is that not protein i, I don't know man process hey, we got to get road rash on that one I actually googled Figure. it yeah it looks like apparently it's a delicacy it's not something that's eaten like every single day well there's gonna be ten thousand of them yeah the out. market value is going to go down if they <laughs> handle this right but there's money to be made where, where would you put ten thousand camels though i, I mean, just want to be on the tamil the Tamil. The, the camel, camel uh, squad? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to snipe a few of them bad boys. The See long, what? slow trek, Americans to get Americans to eat camel meat. It's so, an NPR story. <laughs> According to NPR report, um, 
Yeah, a single camel can produce greenhouse gases equivalent to over a ton of carbon monoxide. Even then, the solution was to gun down the animals. Bam! Well, you got to be careful when they start uh, eliminating um, these animals because of their uh, release of gases out of the <laughs> rear end of their bottom. And then you uh, you meet can't a guy say like rear beef, end of their bottom. And then you meet a guy like beefsteak. <laughs> it's like I mean, how far are they going to take this thing? Yeah, I mean, tons all of a sudden, of beefsteak beefsteak walks out and outside, and he he's going to rip one, and there's going to be like this red dot all of a sudden show up on his chest. We're going to be like, no, beefsteak, child. <laughs> Like, are they going to start targeting us? Would PETA come after and protect me? I will not be eating beans, I can tell you that right now. But I guarantee you a little tofu makes a little poop. Uh, what? Poo-poo, too, you know what I mean? Make a little, little fart out of the back end. You better be careful there. Well, speaking of, McBride's guns. <laughs> Austin family family owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. help. Looking for your personal carry or referral class for one? One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them. 472-3532 472-3532 or just go online to mcbridesguns.com mcbridesguns.com mcbrides guns is our hometown gun shop game warden field notes up next you don't want to miss it the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it right here and you can catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. You're the regulators that feed our Facebook feed our Facebook feed all the good information, and uh, you can get a lot of our stories and a lot of the stories we don't get to. Go on our Facebook page. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com. Hottest, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, our amazing friends at Shore, serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. It'd be a great day today to go have one of their – go visit them for the killer Sunday brunch. Um, don't miss their fabulous desserts, too. Spiced chocolate cake. Killer. Tres leche. Tres leche. Some, uh, cheesecake, house-made ice creams and sorbets. Wonderful house-made breads. Go visit my buddy Rick Wahlberg and his uh, partner in this adventure, Jim Schneider, over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They're at Highway 71 at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go, uh, you can get all the details at shoreatx.com. 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 Nah. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true 
Game Warden Field Notes. Oh, I just got a headache get started for some reason. <clears throat> I need more caffeine. Medical examiner, mountain lions found eating human remains not responsible for person's death. Arizona authorities killed three mountain lions found devouring human remains. The three mountain lions found eating human remains and de- and determined to be a danger to public near popular Tucson hiking trail have been killed. Arizona officials said Wednesday, while the animals were not considered linked to the deceased deaths, they failed to show any fear of officers trying to remove the remains. The Arizona Game and Fish Department said in a statement to the Arizona Daily Star, authorities closed off a portion of the Coronado National Forest for a day while officials attempted to unsuccessfully attempted unsuccessfully to trap the mountain lions. The medical examiner will try to identify and determine the cause of death for the victim, who was found Tuesday morning off the Pima Canyon Trail. The trail at the base of Mount Lemont uh, reopened Wednesday ahead of planned January 14th date after the authorities decided there was little danger to the public after the lions are gone. So, one is they could they can't not figure out if this was a male or a female or who this was oh, because yikes. there was no well, when we talked about it last week there's the, the story and that it, everybody was assuming the lions did the killing but then some people were saying well no they wouldn't have killed them but they're surely eating them and so they killed the lions and, and now they're one saying of the it's lions, not. one of the lions had human remains in their gut, yeah. but the other two did not. Well, it's just because so was... I think it was a mom and some cubs, but but they ended up because they wouldn't leave the area. They ended up having to kill all three of them, and uh, but and the body at this point has been unidentified. They don't know who or what or mm. it's got to be bad. Can you imagine? Not, oh man! Uh, I, saw, I w- sorry, I was changing gears. Yeah, no, I <laughs> want to get away from that. Sometimes don't you, Cody? I wonder. Sometimes when I'm running in the park, because I'm usually the first one in the park, and I go through the woods. There, I wonder if one day, and occasionally you'll smell something dead. You mm-hmm. know, a, a, like there was a half a deer dead. Half a deer. Half a deer. Which half? The front half. Uh-huh. And it didn't have antlers so it was just a doe but there was a half a dead deer huh i know that's what i said game warden didn't want to do anything about it they said nah just drag it off in the woods um wow (laughs) you're messing with it i know that's what i'm thinking i mean you know you just try to pull it out of your truck i mean you no i'm kidding hey i'm gonna dump this here (laughs) after why would half a deer I, I mean, know. I'm getting the idea of it literally cut in half. I don't think so. I think it was just mauled eaten. and eaten and they just well, the haunches. dragged around. Yeah, and, them back ha- haunches are the first eaten anyway. And then they drag it somewhere and yeah, try I think to it was hide just it. Dragged around. But I, I occasionally I wonder if I'm going to one day be running through the park and uh, I've See, never smelt a dead body, but I hear that I've smelt plenty of dead things and that there is you know a distinct smell to death but i understand that a human body has a Distinct very smell. distinct yeah i don't need smell. to smell it 
I'm you know, good. It's like it's like when somebody I goes, don't want to oh, smell it. This smells terrible. Smell it. <laughs> I don't need to. Well, so for uh, you know how they get break up riots or protests or large groups, you know, with hose cannons and tear Water gas and all or that, whatever, right? Well, they came up with a non-lethal solution. They said just was unbelievable, and they they simulated chemically the smell of a dead body. And that's what they spray on everybody. And that goes out through these big ventilators, these big pushes that out there. And they said nobody can take that for very long. They just run. That is really smart, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's It's like, get out of here! Psychologically, psychologically, uh, oh, it's got to be horrible, right? I mean, you just think, oh my God, I got to get out of here. This whole conversation is pretty gross. (laughs) Uh, Texas Game Warns posted about 22 hours ago. I thought it was very interesting. A life jacket that was covered in ice that one of the Game Wardens had leaning over their truck. That was cool. uh, Being that they went from being in floodwaters to six, six inches of snow. Just north of town here, they got snow up in North Texas yeah. or Dallas, yeah. you know, yeah. that whole area. Uh, four water-related rescues that were conducted yesterday in the wake of the North Texas weather events. So in that big storm, I mean, we felt it, it, it here in Central Texas. It rolled through. The winds were crazy. I mean, I lost on the old farmhouse a big old panel of roofing. I had to get up there and tack it back on. And, I mean, hmm. it, it was uh, a couple of trees I noticed in you know, other pastures or whatever broke over, but some big rains, big storms. They were pretty quick. They came through pretty quick little around hail, here. Just little teeny. Yeah, pe- we got a bunch. Of, well, yeah, pea sized hail. We got pea sized hail. Yeah, and didn't so, hurt the vehicles though. No major damage, thankfully, in our area. Well, um, I wanted a new roof. I was kind of, you know, I have a new that. roof. Rain. I do not need that. To happen <laughs> I do not right need now. that to happen either. I've got a couple of properties with brand new roofs that do not need to deal with that uh but we uh we escaped through that but it went uh you know turned into snow and a little bit more treacherous i think further north as you went and uh game wardens had yeah four water related rescues so they're not just out there protecting our game and our wildlife but these guys are out there all night going from uh water rescues to half-eaten deer in the woods on some guy's jogging trail thousands yeah. off new ram trucks at the Nile maxwell super center texas out uh, auto riders association voted the ram 1500 as the truck of the year better performance more efficiency new technology and more that's the ram dodge ram or ram 1500 i just about have my uh I just about have 50,000 miles oh, I thought you were on say my you Ram 2500. Dozens of Ram 1500s in stock along with hundreds of other trucks and more coming each day. In fact, no other dealer in Central Texas sells more Rams. Um, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Supercenter size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. That's our Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at We'll uh Got a whole other hour of this wonderful show with your Lovely. Armed Citizens Report, Peter Report, all that and more. You get it only one place every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here live or 24-7, 365. Catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'll be 